We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. I'm Jethro Jones from Transformative Principal, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure you check out the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com and get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN. Follow the hashtag Principal PLN or at Principal PLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at principalpln.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Principal PLN. This is episode 102. Got just Spike and I here. How are you doing, Spike? I'm doing great. I am uh, actually up in uh, the Poconos of Pocono Mountain Range up in uh, Pennsylvania. And I've been here uh, for a week now. I took my kids on vacation. And um, thank goodness they do have Wi-Fi here. Um, so I was like, hey, I can still podcast from up here. Um, we've had an amazing week. We've done, um, you know, some the ski resorts up here have like water parks. So one day we went to a water park. Um, we went to this place called the Seven Tubs. And it is this series of waterfalls that go into like a basin or a tub. And there's seven of them. And you would think that, you know, it's not super, you know, like electronic or whatever. And my, my kids loved it. They had a great time. We were uh, swimming around and, and, uh, we only, and, and that's, it's such a big thing too. Like we only made it to two, um, tubs as they call them, but, uh, yeah, there was five more, like you just got to keep going up. 
Like, uh, do you mean like they're like water slides? Like waterfalls, like natural like, waterfalls. Oh, like just to look at, like they're pretty. Mm -mm. No, you could go you in them. Go, go down the waterfalls. How, like, well, because the drop off isn't that big, but um, so it's just like a, it's like a series of like it would go down and would go down you know and then it would go into like a little basin and then the water would be rushing over that so like it's all and it's all natural water so you can swim around in it so that you can cool. yeah 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 so like the basin part could be you know people had their dogs and you know they were just like even little kids just like swimming around or you can go closer to where that the waterfall part is and that's really fun because it's like tons of water just washing over you you know that that is really cool. So are you like super chill and relaxed now because you've been there for a week? A little bit, I would say. Yeah. I mean, and the weather hasn't been that great. Like it's rained um, almost every day. <laughs> yeah. And um, like the first two days were literally just downpour the entire day. Um, the third day, I guess it was like Tuesday. We we're getting a little stir crazy. So I took the kids down to it. Um, to a, uh, a movie and on the way back, one of the roads was closed and my GPS wouldn't uh, re-navigate and I'm not very familiar with this area and it's like 40 minute drive to anything. I was getting so frustrated, Jess. I was like, I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to get back up that mountain. Like, I don't know where to go and it's, it's, it keeps rerouting me to the same place so I had to drive almost all the way back to like where we were because the movies I tried to plug that back in. So then I did the old fashioned thing. I actually stopped in a gas station and I asked people and it took four or five people like, are you from around here? <laughs> are you from around here? <laughs> if you're asking mind, directions. You're <laughs> yeah. And mind you, like when I was driving on the mountain, it was foggy and it was the rain. It was a torrential downpour. And at one point, I think I was about 15 minutes from the cabin. And I had to turn back around for, you know, because of a, you know, a road being out. It was crazy. It was crazy. So that was a little bit nerve wracking, but no, I think overall, like, yeah, I definitely feel very relaxed. Um, yesterday I took the kids fishing. Um, so yeah, so we've just been doing like, you know, one or two things each day and then we have some, like, some downtime You can cook up here. So it's cool. That's awesome. So confession time, have you done work? I grazed my email every day and that's just so that when I got back, I didn't have, you know, 5,000 emails. Um, but that was about it. And I only did that for about 10 minutes. So I figured just like, you know, you talk about balance and, you know, we talk a lot about that. I also don't want to be unbalanced going back in on Monday, if that makes any sense, because that's also going to ramp up my anxiety and like, sure. oh my God, I have all this stuff to do. So I was able to clear out stuff and, you know, a couple things I was able to respond to, but my email was set at, you know, I'm away on vacation. So, um, yeah, but I didn't really like handle anything. I didn't have to take any phone calls. Thank goodness. So it was, it was good. Well, but you're, I'm assuming you're doing that while your kids are sleeping in because they sleep late and you're able to be present when they're with you then, right? That's the thing. These kids love to sleep late. I and they, yeah. And That's I'm sure yours are doing the same thing. And the funny thing is like, then they, you know what they said to me? Well, we're on vacation. I'm like, you're right. 
whatever the so, heck you want. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's been that kind of vacation. It's not like one of those, like where you're going to Disney and it's like, all right, we got to be at this park by this time. Oh, to I, me, that doesn't feel like no, vacation. That's my kind of vacation. Just getting to be lazy and be in the middle of nowhere. That's when we went to South Dakota, we had a cabin in the middle of the mountain, like in the middle of nowhere. Like I got lost multiple times, which was awesome. <laughs> um, that's the kind of vacation I like. I have I've never been to Disney and I never want right. to go to Disney. And I've told my kids wow. that like you won't go yeah. to Disney while you're a child in my family. <laughs> like when I hear about lines, no, I don't want to do that. It's a lot of work. Mm -mm, I don't do lines. No. Lots of people. So, no, that's not a vacation to me. It, it is not. I mean, and I've done that. I've done that. And like a couple of the other things and, and I get like, you know, you want to do that kind of stuff like for kids, but, and there's people who do that stuff all the time, but you're right. Like, like, when you do, when you do that, it be it, to me. And you'll hear people say this: "I need a vacation for my vacation." Oh yeah, no. Uh -uh. The fact is, you're stressing me out talking about this right now. <laughs> seriously, seriously, like I'm breaking on the heads right now. Oh, man. So, what have you been up to since we spoke last? Um, I'm trying to remember when we spoke last of if we if it. Like I took a trip to South Dakota, but I don't remember if that was before that. I've been back at, I mean, I've been at work, um, plugging away, um, mm -hmm. trying to GSD, get stuff done. Um, oh, look at you. I, is that yeah, what the millennials are saying? No, I'm like, this is going to be a GSD day. I'm going to get it all done. Oh, um, good. Um, new teachers come next week. Actually, we have on Monday, we call it um, the summit. It's like our own um conference for our teachers so they can okay. come they don't have to come and we have lots of different sessions that people are leading and then we have three days of new teacher learning academy and then the week after that is in service so um yeah and so just for our listeners if you're keeping track of our podcast in our last podcast we said our next podcast episode will be about social emotional learning um because Teresa had a whole bunch of stuff she wanted to share um but she's not here so we'll we are not having that conversation right now, so that'll be episode 103. So today, Spike yeah. and I are just talking about getting ready for school. Getting or, back to school, yeah. But or, I do want to... Well, hold or, on. Getting back to school or the things we're seeing from people who are already back to school. Back, back to school, yes. We're going to have some people in Missouri who are already in school and we get to see your ideas. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we have some insights, yeah. Um, Send me your staff meeting agenda so I can use it. Just kidding. Yeah, exactly. Just um no, and I, and I am excited to do that, uh, to, to learn from Teresa about the social emotional learning, because um, that is going to be a big push at our school. Um, but yeah, it's funny because we were talking before, like we're on a very similar time frame, like next week, mm -hmm. um, we hit the ground running. Um, we have a, a sixth grade boot camp. So, you know, because our school is a sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Um, one of my VPs, awesome guy, Scott Godfrey, did... Um, created this a few years ago where it just helps uh, students transition in. Um, and, you know, not everyone has to do it. Um, we signed, we, we made like a Google form and um, cause we wanted to be like, you know, small groups and stuff like that. So we have people sign up for times. So they'll learn, you know, like kind of the ins and outs of school. They're going to get a chance to meet some of the teachers. Um, they teach them about like, you know, we talk a lot about like the avid things that we do, like keeping a binder and stuff like that. But then they also do stuff on lockers and, and whatnot. It's just, it's a, just another way to like, you know, really help them ease into the, um, 
school year. And this year I'm going to be doing like a parents session. So just a question, question and answer. Um, I'm going to talk with them about like, you know, our Facebook page or blog, you know, and then uh, as far as communication, our daily email that we sent out. And then also just like any questions that they might have, you know, um, we're going to have a volunteer brainstorming session on Wednesday for our teachers. Um, so they could come in, we get, to, we're going to talk about the first couple of days, what kind of tone that we want to set, what kind of, uh, activities that we want to do, uh, in, in relation to our, our theme this year. And then that following week, we have our new, new teacher orientation. And then, like you said, the following week after that Labor Day, um, they are fortunate this year to have two days of professional development before um, the kids come back. Okay, so we just had some technical difficulties. Apparently, the Wi-Fi can go out in the Poconos. Um, Spike, I don't know where you were at and what you were saying when you froze. But it was really awesome. I'm sure it was. It was really no, awesome. <laughs> I thought I was actually putting you to sleep because I've done that before, you know, just keep talking and talking, talking. And no, the only sleep. reason I forgot is because I'm running the technical side here, which I barely know what I'm doing without Teresa here. So that's, I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, should I stop it? Should I, what should I do? And then, yeah, anyways. No, no, I think we're, we're okay. No, I just was talking about like the overall things that we do with, with the boot camp and how yeah. we help kids transition. And then um, I'll be doing a session with the, with the parents and then, and then just going over like our, our next couple of weeks, which like, I think the one point I was trying to make is like, we're really fortunate this year that we have two days of professional development before oh. the kids come back. Um, uh, we're going to be doing uh, a whole district Alice training this year okay. where, um, did, did you guys do that? No. With the security? Yeah. Not Alice training. And just in case listeners are wondering what that sound is, Spike is making coffee right now. Oh, no. <laughs> just, That's, you know, the audio might be a little concerned. Can you, you should have, <laughs> I should have muted it. I can see that you're making coffee, so. Yeah, um, I need a second cup. Yeah, we have a different kind of safety training, but. So we similar? actually we actually have four days before students come back. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and then our new teachers, we have three days with them. So it's a lot of PD. It is it's a lot good. of PD. It, so, even, it still feels like there's not enough though, which is funny. I I agree. I I look at some of the schools like I've seen like in um in Texas, like they come back like a full two weeks before. You know, the kids come back, which I think is like, and I think that's going to transition into to the discussion that we want to have today about back to school. I think if you're there for two weeks, that does allow the entire staff, not in a voluntary type of way, but the entire staff to do things to work on those first couple of days oh, yeah. and, ha and how you welcome kids back. Because, you know, a lot of times what we've done in the past is like, you have one day of PD and the kids come back the next day. Mm -hmm. So any of that like welcome back stuff, who does that fall on? Any of the volunteers who want to come in or the people who are there 12 months. And and when you say welcome back, you're talking like the big grand ideas that we're seeing people post their awesome ideas of on Twitter and Instagram and boxer groups, right? Like yes, rolling seen, out the red carpet type of things. Yes. Somebody who's done that before. I, you know what, I, I rolled out a red carpet. I've definitely rolled out a red carpet a few years ago. Um, 
So I see a lot of, you know, the, the folks that have started back in August, you know, putting a lot of emphasis, um, you know, on the welcome back, you know, for their, for their teachers and for the kids. So yeah, a lot of like really cool ideas being shown. And then uh, also a pause for reflection too. Like we were talking about earlier <clears throat> before we started recording where it's like, I guess having done some of those things, I wonder too, like I, my, my worry, not my worry, but my concern is that we have um, like, what is the purpose, right? What is the purpose of a, of a big, huge welcome back for students? Well, you want kids to be excited about coming to school. Right. Right. And how do you sustain that? Yeah. So, so you're saying if you have this big grand event, whether it's roll out the red carpet or, you know, whatever you do, does that feeling of that welcome continue throughout the entire year? Because if it, right. if you don't have the culture in place in your building for that to be the feeling all year long, then what was the point of the welcome? Is that what you're getting to? Exactly. Because I think, and, and I honestly, I haven't read his book yet, but I know like Jimmy Casas, you know, talks about like culturize and there's, you know, there's a bunch of people out yeah. there that talk about, about school climate and culture. And you're right. Like all that, all that could be for nothing if you have not built that climate and culture within the day-to-day fabric, you know, of your, of your organization. Um, yeah. That's, I guess, you know what I mean? Because it is, it's easy now to say like, oh, well, I just saw this person do this sort of welcome back thing. So I'm going to mimic that at my school because I think that's what we need. Um, when the reality is that that may have come from a lot of planning and a lot of organization, and it could have been, you know, a uh, progression over a few years. Yeah, I, I really, um, like you're making my heart really happy right now because I, you know, when I look at Twitter right now and I look at my boxer groups and I see all of these awesome things happening, in, again, in states that have already started back at school, my immediate thought is, oh my gosh, I want to do that. That's so cool. And then I think, wait a second, I don't have a PTO. Like I literally do not have a PTO. So when it comes to the money to buy the stuff, it's my own wallet, my personal wallet. You know, like right. we don't have a budget for doing those big things. I don't have people who are going to help me. And I don't feel like I can ask my teachers right now because they're busy in their classrooms on their own time right now because they want to be ready for PV days. So, um, so you're making me feel better about my FOMO that I'm having right now. My fear of missing out on these awesome ideas. (laughs) Well, no, and you're validating, you know, and cause I think, I think we've been doing this a, a, a long time, you know, that I think you're also validating like, the fact that it really has to be purposeful, you know, we always say that, but like, yeah, it is very easy to see like all the glitzy glamor, you know, sort of things that are going on and you can, you can immediately take aspects of that and put it right in. Right. You want to do a welcome back video, you know, the technology is there. It's pretty easy to do. You want to, you know, get t-shirts or, or, or do this or do that. But, but um, I think it has to be, yeah, I think it has to be purposeful and I think it has to, um, you know, and there, and there has to be follow up from that as well. Like, you know, um, you know, what does the rest of the year look like? How, how do we, you know, capitalize off of, off of a, of a great opening or, um, you know, and the other thing that I think about too, is that real, 
um, understanding of teacher's time, right? Because unfortunately, a lot of people don't realize it's like they don't get paid to reset their classrooms Mm -mm. up, you know? And so their whole August, and we've talked about this before, their whole August is one big, you know, Sunday night. One big Sunday night, yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Um, but you're right. Like as soon as we get floors done and I give email, I send emails out, it's like, okay, this wing is open and that wing is open. You know, people start coming in and they set things up and, and, and that's just in a middle school, you know, in elementary, you know, they're, they're, they're probably doing a lot more of that as well. And so they're doing that on their time. A lot of times they are buying things with their own money um, to, to set up bulletin boards and, and all this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, and that sometimes just like gets glossed over, like, like teachers don't get that sort of, you know, um, acknowledgement of, of that type of stuff. So then as an administrator, do you want to, you know, um, you know, understand that and, um, and, you know, and, and celebrate that? Or do you then say, okay, yeah, that's great, but we need to do all this stuff too. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's a great way of starting the year off. I don't, I don't want to make the teachers more stressed out than they have. And they're thinking about their first couple of days because um, they need to make those connections with those kids, the ones that are going to be in their room and in the hallways and stuff. Yeah. I think, so I think the most important thing is that, um, you know, not having the great big grand event, but that you're, you're focusing on how are you building relationships? How are you getting to know your kids? And um, Greg Wolcott is um he is in the Chicago area and he um, has written about the significant 72, which is the first 72 hours that you have kids of how important those, so the first three days of school, how important it is that you're learning about each student, you're, um, the kids are learning about you and that you're building a relationship together. And then he takes it even further that it's the first 72 hours after a break. So like, you know, after oh, right. a break you're doing it again. You're really focusing on building the relationships with kids. Um, and I'll, I'll share one of his um, blog posts and you can even like, you know, if you want to go on Pinterest and look for ideas of, you know, how can you, um, what, what kinds of things can you do? But, you know, if you focus on relationships and, you know, not worry about if you roll out the red carpet or that's just going to be my example for all of yeah, the grand I get it. Because I've um, done it. I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers at anyone. Yeah. I've done the role. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, you want the kids to feel like they're in a safe place so that they're ready to learn. And all that is, is building relationships. You know, I am however you each want to do this. it. I am really interested in this just because the, the thing, and I didn't even know about this. Like I just kept thinking, like in the spring when we were doing a lot of like uh, planning and stuff for the upcoming year, I just kept getting focused on that the first three days, the first three days. And it's like, we're starting on a Thursday and then everyone's like, well, that's a Thursday, Friday and a Monday. And I'm like, no, it's for, it's the first three days. So I'd really like to, to, um, yeah. to learn more about this because um, I think that's important, you know, building those relationships, setting the expectations Um establishing routines and all that kind of stuff really comes, you know, at, at that heart place, like where you're connecting with kids first. Do you know what? I'm going to throw in the analogy of a wedding because okay. Let's if do that. you, hey, it's, if you're, did you know it's wedding, do you know it's wedding season? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're probably right. Okay. So if, <laughs> and, and I, if, if you're getting married, 
it should be about you and that person. And, um, mm. you know, when you get all into the, we're going to have the you know greatest wedding and this many people and fancy this and fancy that. And the I know I'm overgeneralizing. The chocolate, the chocolate fountain, the ice yeah. sculptures. Yeah. Now, I know I'm overgeneralizing and I might be stepping on some toes here. But I, in, in my world of people, the people who spent a bajillion dollars on the biggest wedding are not married anymore. Right. <laughs> you know, it. Uh, yes. Yes. That's a great analogy because, because think about, um, and, and thank goodness, like people are being reflective, but in some of the things that I've read about this, you know, back to school and what some people have done, I'm hearing a lot of people stressed out already, right? Stressed out yeah. school leaders. And I know the antidote for that, which is a, a book by, um, oh, balance like, like a parent. <laughs> <laughs> I like so, that book. So, so some people, shameless plug for my friend Jessica, You're Jessica, so and wait, how many Jessicas wrote that book? There's two 17? Jessicas and one Sarah, but we also two Jessica and two Sarah Jocks. and I share. No, wait, I am Jessica. Sarah and I share the same last name, so sure. it's very awesome. complicated. Yeah. It's so it's confusing. Great. Just don't even it's try. Yeah. So. Just, yeah. But anyway, so, so in one of my Voxer groups, there was this blog post shared that was really pushing the thinking. And it was something like, um, uh, like we're killing teachers or, um, and it was kind of this, um, challenging blog post of, a of, um, oh my gosh, I got to find it. She was talking about, you know, the, the districts that bring in the great big speaker who were telling them they need to do this and do that. And we're killing our teachers because they, um, you, you kind of what you're talking about, like all this work we're doing, um, you know, is it sustainable? So as you're looking for that, and hopefully this will, this will strike a chord with you as well. So I've talked with some teachers who are just friends of mine, like just people that I've known for a long time. Right. So this summer I've asked them like at, you know, different gatherings or whatever. I tried to dig a little bit deeper and this is a very small sample size, but most people, they don't want to come back and do team building stuff. They don't want the rah-rah stuff. They, it, 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 it actually builds their anxiety. Because, because there's they're some not people, working in their, because they're not getting their classroom ready. Either that or it's just, you know, adult-wise, it's just not how they learn. It's not part of where they where they feel comfortable and it's interesting because like do those people have a voice right because you could say well you know they're being negative or that like I, no i'm saying a lot of these people are really great teachers they just aren't very fond of like the first day coming back and having to do i'm using this as an example i don't know a lot of people don't even do them anymore but like trust falls and stuff like that yeah. like what they want to do is they they want to they want it to be purposeful they want to be able to you know, get themselves ready and, and do what they're paid to do, which is connect with kids and, and teach kids. Yeah. Um, and no, I, I, I think, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think, and believe me, and I've been guilty of this as a principal too. Like there's been some years that they come back and they're getting a number when they come in and then those numbers have to sit together and all this kind of stuff. And it's just like with our kids, like you have to know your audience. Um, you know, are you adding to the anxiety? Are you, you know, making it fun to come back? So there has to be some sort of balance, which gets back to that. But yeah. um, 
But my concern, getting back to what we were talking about earlier, because a lot of this, we look through the lens of the school leader, uh, and I wanted you to touch on this, is like, so do you feel like some school leaders, in, in order to, to pull all this stuff off, are they starting the year out, like almost at a deficit? Yeah. Well, okay. So I found the article or the blog oh, post we'll, and we'll just listen that. to this title, just the title okay. alone. Your back to school messages are hurting teachers. Wow. I think that goes right along with what you're talking about. Um, and I, um, so when it comes to depleting ourselves out right away, like, yes, we get really excited and we, we put everything we can into the start of the year, but you do still need to keep a balance. And I think for me, Spike, the year that I realized I had finally turned a corner in my lack of balance life was when I still got up on the first day of school and I went for my run before school instead of worrying about being the first person at school once the alarm was on whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you still need to have um, a sense of balance and it, it, I mean, the research is there in terms of, you know, shutting off work and taking a break. Um, and even even this week, like there is so much stuff that I have to get done. Um, and on my most stressed out day, which I didn't have a day of stress. I just had a day right. of like, I didn't get as much done as I wanted to do because there's so much right now. I came home, I brought my bag of crap that I was determined to work on. And I laid on the couch for like four hours and watched Netflix and went to bed early. And I felt guilty, but the next day, man, I banged stuff out and I had good mm -hmm. ideas. And like, you you need to separate from that stuff and still take care of yourself so that when you go back in, you are ready to go. Yeah, and that's my concern. It's like, I, I don't want um, either principals or, or, or teachers for that matter to be able to say like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, it was so exhausting doing this, this, and this. And... And then it's like, well, okay, so when are you going to catch up? Because it's like, you know, we've talked about this a lot. Like, you know, you go through the cycle of sacrifice and the cycle of renewal. Like, so you're already starting the school year in a cycle of sacrifice. So when are you going to renew? How are you going to renew? And if you feel like, you know, it was all for that big, huge grand opening. Okay. So one, now you have to sustain that. And two, how are you going to then balance yourself between work and life and all that stuff? Yeah. And you know what? I think I need to say if people didn't already shut us off because we just ticked them off, like if you're, if you're rolling out the red carpet or you've got some big event, please don't feel like we're like shaming those ideas. Cause they're very cool ideas. Just, you know, be reflective of, you know, how it's being done. And if you're killing yourself, cause <laughs> right. and, and I <laughs> don't know. mean that at all. Cause like, I, I think I said this earlier, and I don't, I don't want this to be, you know, overlooked as well. A, a lot of those celebrations are also the work of a lot of people who spend a lot of time and it's a progression. Like you don't, like a lot of times you don't, you don't just find something on Twitter and then, do, you know, like it takes some time and, and I'm not shaming those people at all. I, what I want is just to make sure that everyone is as balanced as possible too, because having gone through it, like I, I've done, I've literally, like, I could share that in, you know, my notes. I have a blog post about rolling out the red carpet. Like, I literally did that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I like doing things that are going to bring some excitement back to the to the start of school. Um, I just want to make sure that we are, you know, balanced and purposeful as we go through this. Um, and, and to have that conversation because, you know, like you said, um, you know, people could, you know, turn it off. But, like, hopefully... 
they're also learning from, you know, the, the, the research that's out there about self-care and, and making sure that you're able to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so when you reflect on all this from the perspective of, you know, having, having written the book, um, balance like a pirate, how do you feel like this balance comes in and, and what are some things that you're doing to, to maintain your balance? I know you talk about like, you have your time for, for Netflix and all that kind of stuff. Um, like as you enter the beginning of, of this school year, what are you going to do purposefully to stay balanced? Yeah, well, it is, it is, um, shutting off work um, so that I can be present with my family so that I can do things that, you know, rejuvenate or, or relax me. Um, it is putting in my calendar, you know, when I'm going to work out because if I don't schedule it, it's, it's not going to get done. Right. Um, and, and I literally mean like my Google calendar, I have a, um, you know, that I'm a nerd with calendars. So mm -hmm. one of my calendars is just called personal. And I literally, I mean, I will schedule it in. It's a run day. It's a yoga day. It's whatever. Um, I still go by my 5 a.m. miracle morning where, you know, that's either when I'm working out or I'm reading or I'm writing. Um, and I, I never regret the days that I wake up at 5 a.m. I regret the days that I hit snooze and I don't do those things that fill me up in the morning. Yeah. So, um, so along with that, that I'm also focusing on trying to get to bed at a better time at night so that I can get up in the morning and not feel tired. Mm -hmm. um, it is scheduling and, you know, family time, like, um, you know, not something big. We're not going to Disney, but, you know, it might be going to see a movie together. It might just be that it's a board game night. Um, and at work, I've been trying, I've been, you know, like taking breaks. It might just be a walk around the building. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. How about you? Yeah, no, I think, I think those are great. Well, I mean, having taken this vacation um, has really helped out. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, it took a little time. I was actually, I'm really grateful that the first two or three days were a lot of rain because it really forced me to settle in because I had to punt on a couple of my ideas. Like I love hiking. I love hiking. I want to take my kids hiking, but the amount of rain that they've gotten up here and, and all that, like, we're going to give it a shot today, but like, there's um, like a lot of trails are flooded and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, uh, obstacles in our way. So um, I wasn't able to do that. And then, you know, the one day like, yeah, we had to like, we had to play like some games. I got a chance to, to catch up on some Netflix and it's, it's like, I have a tough time now, like binge watching shows and stuff. And it's not for anything other than it's really difficult for me to just shut down and just allow that to happen. See, it's really a challenge. I'm not sure if I should be proud of this, but I've gotten really good <laughs> yeah. watching Netflix. <laughs> oh Lord. I actually, the, so what I watched in the beginning part of the vacation was uh, Last Chance You, and um, I, I, I did a whole season in like two days, and that's probably the first time I've done that in a long time. So, awesome. um, I'm yeah, currently so, on Parks and Rec right now. Oh, uh, that's a good one. <laughs> I love it. But, um, but no, this summer I've taken, you know, some days, like I think I was, said this before, like we usually work like Monday through Thursday and we just ex 
you know, do extended hours. So there's some Mondays that I've taken off, some Thursdays that I've taken off. So then it like actually extends the weekend. Um, you know, I spent some time down at the Jersey Shore. Um, you know, I, I too, like when I've been working, um, almost every day I was going out, you know, for a walk around the building and stuff like that. Um, just, you know, really trying to get that balance or not get that balance, just to maintain the balance um, and to be aware of, you know, uh, of everything. And, you know, there's a list of things that are piled up, but then just to, to understand that that's going to be there, it's always going to be there and not to let it, you know, stress me out. If you're a new principal listening to this, you will never get caught up. Don't ever feel like you could. I think one of the things I do too is, um, I don't know if you have this, but this is a sickness that I have at the end of the day of just one more thing, just one more thing. And I have learned to shut that girl up when, when she says just one more thing. And I'm like, no, not one more thing. It's time to go. Um, But I will then, I will like in my brain, I stop working at five, but um, like, that's when I, that's my commitment is I leave, I leave work at five. Um, but I stop a little bit earlier than that, like 10 minutes early to like review, okay, what did I not get done? What has to be my first thing tomorrow? I get my desk cleaned up so that when I walk in in the morning, I don't have that feeling of looking at my desk of all the piles of work. I look at a thing mm-hmm. and then I pull up my tickler file for, for that next day that has right first of like, what should I be doing or what is my focus? That way it, it just, it just feels, um, I like a better term. Yeah, no, I think that's great. Um, and I think when, when you look at it in the long, in the long, in the long run, it's those little things that I think build up. It's not just one singular event. Like that's the thing, like you can't just go on vacation and be like, Oh, I'm balanced now. It's, it's really gotta be something every day. Cause you asked me like, before we started recording, you know, did you check your email? Did you do work stuff? And I said, yes, I did. I said, I spent maybe 10 or 15 minutes each day because I, my theory is I don't want to be out of balance the other way. I don't want to come back to anxiety ridden 400 emails that I have to go through on Monday, knowing that we also have a boot camp and all that stuff. So if I could take 15 or 20 minutes, um, you know, in the morning while the kids are sleeping and then be done with it. And that's fine. You know, that keeps my balance. Yeah. Um, so speaking of balance, if you're okay with me sharing this, um, the other Sarah's and Jessica's in, in my world, <laughs> just kidding, Sarah Johnson, Jessica Kadeen, we um, we have balanced like a pirate shirts. And first of all, I want to say we were not intending to have balanced like a pirate shirts. We just wanted to have our own when we went to um, the National Principals Conference. And then mm-hmm. we were asking about them and we're like, oh, we're not really in the shirt business. But um, we do have a thing going where you can get a shirt online um, through Custom Ink, but all proceeds um, of it are going to go to um, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention because September is National Suicide Prevention Month. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so um, I'll share a link with that. It closes on September 10th, though. Um, so, you know, we just have a little bit of time here to listen to this now. So just wanted to share that there if you want to get your balance yeah. support suicide prevention. Yeah, that's great. So we'll put that in the show notes. Um, we're also going to put in the the seventy two uh, first seventy two hours. Yeah. And um, any other you know sort of resources, I will put in the old blog post about me rolling out the red carpet because I want you know I think that there is some balance and I, and I do love seeing some of the cool things that um, 
you know, inventive and innovative people are doing to welcome back. It's, it's certainly um, a cause for celebration and, um, you know, and I, and I just think, you know, like reflecting on this, like, you know, authenticity and, and, and purpose is, is really what, what I'm trying to, you know, go into this school year with, you know, how, how can we, you know, make real connections with teachers, real connections with, with kids, um, you know, and, and make sure that, you know, we're doing the things that we need to do day in and day out. That's, that's, that I think for me is, is, um, you know, where my, my, my mindset is. So being ready for a marathon, not a sprint. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, um, Wait, I think look at this spike. We didn't know what we were going to talk about today. And boom, we came up with something. Boom, mic drop. <laughs> awesome. Well, when you get a chance, uh, you can check us out on Twitter at Principal PLN. Uh, we also use the hashtag Principal PLN if you want to uh, look at the you know, ongoing conversations. We do have a Voxer group, and all that stuff is on our website at principalpln.com. And we just really appreciate you spending the time uh, with us, listening and learning. And if you have questions or ideas or, or things that you want us to be thinking about, you know, reach out to us. And um, we will be glad to, um, you know, to engage in those discussions. And have an awesome school year. Yeah, exactly. We have one of the best jobs in the world where you can start over every, if it's, August or September, but we, we, you get a, you get a chance to start over every year. All right. Principal Peelin out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer group. Links can be found at principalpln.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to ixl.com slash B to learn how IXL's research proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com slash B-E.